another movie night. Hello, and thanks for joining us. We're uh, just another movie night, and this is before and after reviews. I'm Scott. I'm Joe. Hello, hello. We are doing a little something different because we just had a hurricane roll, roll through and our movie theater was closed down. So we didn't get to see the new movie we normally would have seen. So we finished the miniseries Netflix special, Dahmer. Yeah. It's, I think it's got a subtitle. I think it's Monster. Monster, yeah. The story of Jeffrey Dahmer. It's like way too much on yeah. that. I was going to say Dahmer. But, so since we can't do before seeing it, let's talk about what were your pre-notions of what this was going to be before we watched it? Um, unfortunately, I did see a couple of things on Facebook that um, people were talking about this before I watched it. So um, I heard that Evan Peters, is that his name? Evan yep. Peters was excellent. You know, So that you didn't have any... You heard there was a Dahmer show coming out, and you didn't think, uh... I mean, at first I was like, okay, the, well, we already know all this. But your first knowledge was people talking about it on Facebook? People were talking about it on Facebook and, you know, posting things about Evan Peters and how good he is. Okay. So, I, but I didn't see, like, any actual reviews because, I guess, um, you know, people were just starting to watch it at that okay. point, but... Yeah, that's I basically just saw that and I was like, oh, okay, well, serial killer shows, you know, they there's a lot of them. So I don't know if this is going to be anything special, but everyone knows the story of Jeffrey Dahmer. I mean, I don't know if everybody really does. I mean, it, you know, not not the, uh, you know, the intimate things probably, mm -hmm. but the story about, you know, basically the, you know, the, the surface things. He was a serial killer. He killed yeah. many, many people. and but, So I guess mine were... Well, I know they're coming out with a, a Dahmer special or a Netflix show or miniseries. And I saw it and I was like, well, that's going to be trash. And the reason I pretty much jumped to that was because I believe it was the early 2000s. There was a, or it was the late 90s that a company had put out or had like capitalized on making movies about each serial killer. Sorry about that. Um, each serial killer. And I remember very m well that one came out called Dahmer. And I think it was um, Jeremy Renner playing him. I, I did Bef not see that. Yeah, and I had seen that. And it, it did exactly what you expected. It basically showed the, like a murder through him. And I, I remember it being the first murder. And it kind of like just showing a lot of that and I, I just remember saying well this isn't anything special you know and I think all those movies that were that came out around that time were uh, basically the same way like they just I think they had a gain one like Ed Gain they just kept doing it so I automatically assumed that this was going to be that and I was like oh you know and now we're gonna get a Netflix one you know and I know Netflix is putting out a lot of they constantly are putting out murder documentaries because it's a lot yeah yeah it's there's so much because it's so popular for them ever yep. since making a murderer boomed for them they really hammered down on it people and are interested in true crime i mean way too 
interested in true crime, especially these days. It seems like everybody's into it. Now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't lie. I'm one of those people. I'm very intrigued by, you know, the investigative process of it. We um, all are. I mean, there's a lot of studies now that's saying that these people becoming obsessed with it are kind of ruining police work. It's very interesting. But it also does some good. It actually does a lot of good because, as we know, there was some shoddy police work done in the Adnan Syed case, which we followed closely. And um, and look what happened. And that's a case that I'm not sure if we're ever going to know what exactly happened. We're not ever really going to know what happened, but I can tell you this for sure. The police work was shoddy. There were people involved in this case that, you know, they, they didn't investigate. That's shoddy police work, okay? Sure. Yeah. This guy sat in jail for 23 years and rotted in there because of shoddy police work. So thank God for people like Sarah Koenig and, and Serial and all these podcasters because they do help. They do. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, I, I think if anything, what you're saying ties into what we just watched and what we finished. I mean, let's. Uh, I, yeah. So that was my, my notion. Then I heard it was good. So. We started it, and yes, it is very good. I don't know how you feel about it. I can speak for myself and say that just finishing it, um, I thought this was excellent. Uh, I especially thought this was one of the better tacklings of a crime or a killer like this. I don't think I've ever seen it tackled so well and approached in every angle the way it was. And, I mean, I think that something like this is important. Um, I, felt, I felt watching this, I thought, well, this, this is something very special to, to, to me. The way I saw it was, this is a very important miniseries because it did so many different things to call awareness to problems. And I know right now a big issue is mental illness. And we're seeing now people using mental illness to do things. It's progressing. It's getting worse. And a lot of it is, I wouldn't even say it's mental illness. It's depression. It's anxiety. It's stress. It's all these issues. And the show is really showing you that... All it really takes is not even having like a voice of your own and no one listening. And all it takes is like that moment and you go into this, this thing. It, you turn your obsessions or your alcoholism into these other things. The show tackles that and showing this person this terrible, terrible crime, this person becoming this thing and, you know, becoming this crime. But they also show the victims. They spend time with each and every victim. Like, the not each and every, they can't. But they focus on a lot of the victims, the families. They focus on the community, the neighbors, the people that are affected by the whole crime. It's brilliant because they want to show you all these different avenues of what happens with a crime like this. Um. That's my first take. What do you want to say? Um, well, I would like to say that I, I mean, great job to Evan Peters. I thought he, he did great. So good. He seems so emotionally detached 
that like I don't know as an actor how he could switch that on and off, you know? Right. Especially with the subject matter. Mm-hmm. It's 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 um it's got to be hard. It's got to be hard. So I thought he did a great job. He was just completely he was he would be one moment very calm just staring off into space and then he would have an outburst and it it just was so good and so just he was he was great to watch in this and um phenomenal another standout would be niecy nash i thought she was great too and uh richard jenkins richard jenkins yeah i mean there are some standout performances here um this cast is amazing the cast is amazing and it, it's just such um, awful subject matter that I hate to even give this praise because I feel almost like, you know, you can't praise something like this. I mean, because of the subject matter, you know? But if you just try and remove yourself from, you know, what this this show is about, then, you know, and you just focus on the actors and, you know, how they came, how they put this together... It's it's brilliant. I think it came out brilliant, yeah. but I also find a couple of flaws with it. And um, I don't know if you want me to talk about that right now. Sure, go for it. But um, I did find that I'm trying to uh, use a fact checker online to see what's right and what's wrong. I'm a, sure. A lot can. of this was pretty accurate. Like down to the name of the club he would attend, you know, to meet these men. I mean, everything, a lot of this is, is accurate. Oh, they tried um, really hard. You can tell. Yes. But, and you know, they also took some creative liberties, too. You have to. Which, yeah, they tough. have to. Um, but I just, just to see something like this dramatized, one thing that I do appreciate that they didn't do is they didn't show us the brutality. Uh, they showed us some. It's enough. But it was just enough to keep us... But yeah, so, I I mean, they didn't really show a lot of the brutality. They didn't... um, I was happy about that because I just didn't need to see it. It was gut-wrenching as it was. Also, another thing, you mentioned that they they showed us a lot of different aspects of of this. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I really think that they, they gave too much time to certain victims. And the other ones kind of just took the wayside. We don't know why. There must be more. There to must that. be more to that. Maybe the families didn't really want them discussed. I mean, they had to go through a lot of channels, probably, I because would think there so. were seventeen victims, seventeen men that he murdered, and um, they, that's a lot of you know people to go through. But uh, yeah, I, I felt that. Also, um, I, I felt like a, a couple of Nisi Nash's scenes were a little bit overdone like a little bit um overacted a little bit okay well you praised her and now you're yeah but there's i mean i thought she was great but then there were some scenes where you know she went to talk to the priest and there was other scenes that were just a little bit overacted you know but i think that she was great i i mean i thought she was great uh another thing is they didn't spend too much time on his family like uh you know they they didn't really show his brother. I'm sure he didn't want anything to do with this. They probably kept him out but, there um, on purpose. You know, yeah, I heard he changed his name and he doesn't but, even acknowledge yeah. that he had a brother. But, um, you know, I would like to see more of, you know, they did focus a little bit on the mom and how she had, uh, she was mentally ill. But she had a postpartum, I mean, like 
Yeah. Yeah, she she tried to k- kill herself a couple times. I mean, she was not right oh, in the yeah. head either. She, but she tackled. She had bad emotional and depression. You know, like depression, and she was suffering from it early on. Yeah. But back in the day, they didn't know how much of that can be affected on to a child. Yeah. Being raised in that, you know, environment. You know, just going forward with that, showing her trying to better herself by helping other people who couldn't be helped. So she started helping AIDS victims. And and it's, I think that's well done. I will say that I felt like, in a, um, I think his mother is played by Penelope Ann Miller. Yes. I feel like she was a little overboard in some of her performance. It was It was very over the top. I think that would be one of my only complaints, really. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think if they, I just wanted like a little bit more interaction with him and his mom. It just, um, I didn't get that. I got a lot of interaction with him and his father. Well, his father was more present in his life. That's very, that's very important to the story. Grab, you know, gravitating toward his father more. I, I gotta give this so much credit because. You never want to, and it, the, the, the whole special, the whole thing tries to debate the issue of seeing him as a human versus seeing him as a monster. While Dahmer himself was saying, I am terrible and I should die. I am a monster that I, I just couldn't stop, you know? And it the whole thing tries to debate that, but it does such an amazing job of humanizing him i know that sounds terrible but it does it does find a way to look at him and say this is awful yeah of course i mean you don't want to have to identify with the killer but in some ways you you have to look at this guy's life and say oh my god you know like his father was they were terrible well i mean you can't say that these this was a terrible marriage and yes. it's hard to place blame because that's the special does all of that. They show all of this. Like you can make up your own thoughts because we'll never know. It ends with a great speech by a judge saying, "We'll never know," and it's a it's a slippery slope to even try to figure it out mm-hmm. because people become people on their own. They get shaped shaped by the things that happen around them, their environments, but how important it is to be able to say what you are or who you are to not make you go to that. Mm-hmm. It, it's so good. And and I hate to say either one of the parents because I thought it was the relationship, the way that they were showing them trying to come to grips with each other as a father and son. Mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant. I, I just thought it was so well done it's so well acted between the two of these actors and i don't know i i i I just thought it was brilliant um i i especially liked there was an entire episode dedicated to one of the victims and it was all virtually in sign language you know that was a great episode it it was fantastic and it was acted amazingly and it just was heart-wrenching and they this is, I think, one of the things that we have to talk about because the plotting or the the way the episodes are structured, 
They jump around, which could be a little unsettling to a lot of people, but I know why they're doing it, and it's really, really well done. It, each episode starts and finishes with a thing, and you kind of want to continue off of it in the next one. But instead, they'll jump to something that connects to it, and later on will go back into it, and you learn more about the issue through that. It's great. But I can see it being off-putting to a lot of people because it's not naturally structured. I mean, the first episode starts with him being caught. Actually being caught, yeah. Which I was in shock because I, mm -hmm. I was like, wow, you never see no. like a docu-series type, you know, show start off with something like that. They usually start in the beginning and they mm -hmm. tell you the whole thing. And then at the end, you'll see the trial, the you know, all yeah. that stuff. And what's kind of brilliant is... It's 10 episodes, and it starts off the first episode in the darkest spot. This is him at his most dark. He, you know, he getting caught, him doing the worst crimes. Everything, his neighbor, everything there in that moment. And it all starts there, and it's the most dark part of the whole series. You're seeing how terrible he was. And each episode goes back and starts kind of showing why and then they get to a part of hope at the end and that's amazing it starts dark and it, it, it it's almost daring people to not continue the series because yeah, i can imagine a lot of people watching that first episode being like well i'm not coming back right because this is disturbing that's good i i think that's really good you need to see this is what he is this is how we know him this is the criminal, this is the monster, mm -hmm. and then backing through everything that happened and it all connecting. It's kind of masterfully edited and put together and structured in a way where it gives everybody a little bit to, to shine and to explore all these factors. I, Evan, if, if I, I will be shocked if there's not multiple awards for everybody involved in this. Yeah, I know. I, I think there's going to be multiple awards. It's, there's going to be multiple awards. I mean, the, the acting was was superb. Yeah, it really was, and I just feel like um, I I can't help but feel just sad because oh, you yeah, know, like there's just even though he's gone and you know he's dead, it just doesn't bring any kind of like solace to these poor I, families. I mean. I just feel it watching it made me actually sick to my stomach a lot of the time. It was it was just it's because hard not I to be. I mean just you know just of the subject matter it was just too much. Like I I do watch all these true crime shows and I am a true crime junkie. I I do I, I know every case. I listen to every true crime podcast on earth, and um I I am very intrigued by that. And when you have to see this and you see it on a screen rather than just hearing people talk about it. And even though it's dramatized, it's still rough. It's brutal because you know the things that he did to these human beings yeah. were just absolute, just grotesque horror. Without I mean, doubt. grotesque, and and just you got you can't help but just feel gut wrenched from it. Yeah, I agree. And what my the thing I was talking about before that's really important is beyond just being about this killer and what he did to people. And how he ripped these families apart. Beyond that, this is really important about having a voice in general. Because how many times they could have stopped him. 
and seeing that and how many people were warning people, this is somebody that is doing something terrible and no one listened. And that's insane. And how important that is and just how many to times vocalize that happened? it. How many times that still happened yeah. to this day? And I even, mean... yeah, that's true too. And even the killer himself was virtually out there trying to tell people, I I'm messed up. You know, counselors, people were not listening to him. People at school, you know, mm -hmm. there was warning signs from day one. And he wanted to be stopped, but he just couldn't do it. He just couldn't do and it. And just seeing how the cops wouldn't listen to the neighbors, the community, just because who they were, the gay community not being taken seriously at all and no one caring. It's yeah. It also didn't help the it didn't help their people of color either because back then, I mean, literally, it, it was pretty much the same as it is today. It's, it when hasn't cops will like draw their guns on someone screaming for help down the street because they are a person of color, and it just makes you sick. It makes you so sick that they literally saw this poor fourteen-year-old kid, you know, on the on the street. And he was so messed up, and yeah. they gave him back to Jeffrey Dahmer. They brought him back I to mean, die. I mean, I, he, he, he was just brutalized, and they could have stopped it. And this poor woman, Miss Cleveland, she was a, such a hero. Such a hero. I mean, even though all of her 911 calls and, you know, all the... the time she called for help and tried to get this guy caught yeah. they ignored her yeah. and it just makes you sick it just makes you so sick that this is this is our justice system nobody gives a shit at all about anybody in poor neighborhoods um you know people of of different ethnic backgrounds mm -hmm. they just don't give a shit and they let this guy commit all these heinous crimes against these poor, unsuspecting victims. And he, he, they could have taken him down on day one, but they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. No one believed anybody. No. No one listened. And that's what I was saying. And I, I will keep hammering it in because it is so important to not only have that voice, but also have people listen to you. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, it, you just want to say, I appreciate something like this so much more because you see so many people so many kids now reacting violently in ways that you wish they wouldn't because they didn't have anybody to tell or talk to or listen to them they all just automatically assumed that they were monsters and they did monstrous things yeah. because of that and if 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 for anything at all this is a good warning tale for a lot of people and I, and I think that's kind of a thing that we kind of need more of. It is. And, you know, it also, um, it depicts a lot of even more disgusting people on this earth. Not just Dahmer and other Dahmers, you know, out there. But just regular, everyday Joe Schmoes that think that this is, like, they glorify this serial killer yeah. who literally has dismembered bodies, defiled human beings, and they literally send him love letters in prison Which and still money and and they're completely enamored by him mm -hmm. and that is the problem with this world and it makes me want to puke glorifying violence it, it makes me want to puke that there are people out there that are so fucked in the head yeah. that they think that this guy is a hero he's a hero for the things that he's done to people 
and they send him gifts and money and I mean it's just disgusting and watching that you know being depicted is not it's it's you know true it happened and it does happen but it just also makes you so like violently ill just knowing that people like that exist on this earth it's disgusting yeah I think a lot of those are the people who are also lost and don't really know. And those are the kind of people that are also not being listened to. And they are reaching out to people that they think are like them. And I mean, I guess that, that is one way to look sad. at it. But it also is like, you know, it goes with the whole like fame thing, like how people are so fame hungry. And, oh, you know, look, I have a, a lock of Dahmer's hair. Sure. And, you know, like you're just ridiculous man like yeah. you know like you know people were brutally murdered by this guy i, I just it just makes you question humanity altogether. it just really does and i really found um the part about his mother wanted his brain um yeah, <laughs> dissected a, and and studied you think that's a bad thing i i do really yeah I do think that's a bad thing because I don't think there should be any remnants of this person. I, I mean... If, if an ounce of even a possibility of finding something that could help somebody not be or become this, I think it's worth trying. Well, he, she mentioned in, in the show that maybe that he had a tumor and that was causing him to be a murderer. But no. We've seen... No. We, we, there's studies right now of football players from concussions getting brain damage and going crazy that yeah i understand and they that. have done these tests on their brains and they found this and now we have learned a lot more about how concussions can affect you violently so something like that is a step forward in the right direction of you know like figuring it out of course we're so far away from fixing the problem yeah but if we now know there's a location of how to fix it it's worth it. Okay, that and I understand, but also I, I'm, you know, I understand as, as, where she's coming from. I kind of do too. She just wanted to preserve one part of her son. That's the way I feel. No, she, I mean, she I, was I all about trying like, to learn and help people. That's why she was doing what she was doing at the, you know, AIDS uh, Foundation. She was trying to help people make sure that they were healthy and tell them. The same thing goes with. She's like, let's bring something good out of this. I understand that. But then at the same time, how many times did she try to kill herself? You know what I mean? Well, so this is like, her, she's trying to help people. Do you blame her? Her life was, she had just gotten her life to a part. There was a great scene with her where, um, which I think it's just a little too acted. But there's a good scene where she is doing art. And she basically had a nervous breakdown. She was on all these pills. Doctors didn't know what postpartum depression is and they were just giving her pills and she went and started helping people she started helping women but she was able to go and help people at an organization to help women just like her and she found a purpose and she said i'm not alone and that was a voice for her so she started saying there's ways that we don't know about people that we can help mm -hmm. and the same thing with psychologists talking to him when he was in jail no, they were telling him there is things, there are these sicknesses that people get. I wouldn't say sicknesses, but you get attached to these things and no one knew about these things before. And since he had never had anybody to tell or talk to, he would never have known that this was something that, you know, isn't, isn't 
abnormal in a way. Right. Um, which is just nuts because there's so much of that now. But we're just going to keep masking it. But it helps. But it's amazing. It's an amazing topic it, to explore on. And I think this does a very, very good job of it. Well, um, I'm reading a lot of uh, trivia on IMDb. And it's, it's, it's pretty interesting stuff. I mean, um, a lot of the families have, you know, they had to reach out to pretty much everybody. Yeah, they probably tried, right? Yeah, and the, most of the families, like, did not want to even watch this yeah. or participate in it whatsoever. Um, like, I mean, I get it. I would never, it's like opening up an old scar, yeah, you know, I, agree. I, I would never want to do that. Which is what the, a lot of this has to do with about the, uh, the, they tackle that a lot in the episodes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that it's, they, I think they cut out like after reading a lot about this, like the fact checking and, and trivia and, you know, mostly facts. I, I feel like they, um, they cut out some important things. Um, they should have told us a little bit more about his job at the candy factory. Because I feel like, how did they not know? I mean, he could have been putting body parts in that chocolate or something. And that company that makes that chocolate would never let you know that. Right. It's just so crazy. They would like, them. And he was in the, he, he worked as like a meat packer. Mm-hmm. And that scares me too, because how do you not know? Yeah, you, he, you know, like, I just wish they would have focused a little bit on that. But I mean, honestly, they couldn't have even investigated it back then at that point. What was it, like 1981, 82? Mm. And like, how would they even investigate that? He, um, that but he crazy. admitted everything he did. He straight up told everybody everything he did. He admitted to everybody where they were. Some of these people, these, you know, they never told anybody half these things that they did or where they did. And I, it's amazing. It's just an outstanding uh, it's an outstanding television program. It really I, it, is. It, it really blew my mind. I, I could not believe. I, I really went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be one of those trashy things. It's just going to really show the violence and, and and kind of glorify it a little better more. And it did the opposite. It just kept showing things in a, in a light where un, let's understand. No, yeah. That was the whole thing. Let's understand every aspect of this. Like, yeah, what I mean, does they, this do? they only um, they only gave us maybe how many did they actually show us? It it was a fraction of what oh, of absolutely. how many um, people yeah. were actually killed. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that they didn't show us, you know, everything because some of them were were worse than the others. And I I I have made the mistake of reading Wikipedia. And I'm reading more about this and just, just the stuff that they found in his apartment. You got to be a really sadistic person to do things like that. I mean, I, I know it's, he's mentally ill, but I, I and just, he said he wasn't, you know, that he, he claims to be completely lucid. Like he knew exactly what he was doing. He, he suffered from loneliness. He, you know, hence the mannequin that he stole from the, the yeah. department store he and he kept in his room. He didn't know it was okay to be gay because everybody was telling him it wasn't. Right. You have you got to find a girl, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You got to, you know, it, it was just so many things were forced down his throat by his parents. Like, you, you got to be a certain way. Like, yep. they sent him off to the army, which I think was probably the best thing for him because nope. he didn't, he apparently did not murder anyone for nine years. No, but he apparently took, like, kidnapped two people and drugged them and. 
the terrible things. Yeah, this only kind of touches briefly on it. shown yeah. on. So it I don't really know the whole story on the military service, but I mean, obviously he didn't kill anybody. Any that we know that well, that we know. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, people like like him. I I just don't think that he could have been rehabilitated because I think he actually really enjoyed what he was doing. I think he did to the point where he wanted to be so close to his victims that he would eat them. I mean, that's just he, yeah. He loved them. It, and I he feel thought that he was absorbing them. Yeah, like, it, it they was, wouldn't leave him that way. And he also kind of, I mean, in in the show they show it a little bit, like they do touch on it. The fact that he was creating a shrine to himself, he thought that he, you know, it made him feel godly what he was doing. He was saving their skulls. He was, I mean, going as so far as to bleach their skulls and keep their skeletons and, and make a shrine to himself. And when the police did raid his apartment, they found this shrine of all his victims. And and he even admitted that he was building the shrine for, you know, as an ode to, as an ode to me. That's what he admitted. I read that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is not a person who is insane. This is a person who likes what they're doing. He this said is it. Not, he said it was know? an addiction. It was yeah. like alcohol. So that's why I think like dissecting his brain and, and donating his brain to scientific research and stuff, it's going to do nothing. It could, because it this could, person... There could be a fraction of help. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, some people are just... It doesn't matter. It didn't happen anyway, so... True, true. But I'm just saying like, I liked how they touched on these things. Like, he, he liked what he was doing. I mean, he he did. Hmm. he liked it and he knew that it was bad but he liked it so i liked how they depict um how he really truly felt in this because he out and out said it you know yes i deserve to die for what i've done he said it right when he got caught you right when he got me. caught you should kill me for what i've done so he, he wanted to get caught he wanted to die from moment one he knew he was doing stuff wrong he just he kept saying it. Yeah. i just couldn't stop yeah he, he's like the alcohol I, they touched on that too, made it worse. Oh yeah. And I'm yeah. an alcoholic. It's such a scary effing thing to think, you know, there's so many people in the world that that don't know, you know, to how to open up or say anything. Yeah. And they turn to these things. And it, is it is very sad. It's sad. I just I just feel like this this case is it's just heart wrenching in a lot of ways. But Oh, it's so unbelievable. I just thought that this this show was very well done, and um, I thought the acting was superb, and the directing was great, and I loved the pacing. I loved the timeline, how they shot every scene, and oh, fantastic directing! It was fantastic directing. I'm I'm definitely I felt like I was in the early '80s when you, I was. Did you catch that they had a, I think a theme for certain characters? Did you notice that? There's like um, I noticed the parents had a theme that would play. And in the end, they're sitting in a room and he started playing it like it was yeah. over the intercom. Yes, I did notice that. Like and a, a I song. Was... I, I did notice that. I thought I thought it was really nice. Like I, they all it had was their... It really interesting. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciated the filming and how they filmed this. I, I thought it was well done. So I'm going to give this series an 8. This is very close to a 10 for me. Going 9. Oh, okay. Okay. This, well, like I said, there were some flaws in it, you know, like... I felt like but, there were very few. I think maybe... I know it already went 10 episodes, which was uh, 10 hours. And like you said, they could have done so much more. But I think they got to the points that they were trying to make. Yeah, they definitely got... To, they, they made the point. They, they did. There were some bits that I know were forced in that 
were taking liberties, especially with two cops. I would think if I looked into that a little more, that that was a little overblown. Well, they they were fired, but then they were reinstated with their back pay. So they each actually got fifty five thousand dollars. The cops. So here, I, I you know, what, know let's just facts. let's really just um, know. you know reward you for just leaving this this kid to die. Yeah, but what I was trying to say was the liberty stuff was them showing up to arrest a person later on. It, I was like, there's no way it's the same cops. Yeah, and they at also the same kept exact. Um, those cops were calling another, another the victims' families. Yeah, and doing racist calls. It, it, to me, that felt like okay. Would these cops keep doing this with their job on the line? Yeah, like it's absolutely ridiculous. It just felt like this might be taking way too much liberty now, and it's kind of ruining the. If it is true, God, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. You know what I mean? I don't want to know because it was already extremely fucking angry. There's a part where they do, the actor does a reading of a 911 call in the opening of an episode. That was fantastic. But it made me so damn angry. Mm -hmm. And to know that there was so many calls just like that call. That is so upsetting. But... Yeah, I don't want to know if the uh, the cops did do those things because I already pissed off. Uh, th- that was one of the things I thought, well, this is going a little too far with this. Otherwise, it hit it out of the park for me. Yeah. It, it really did. It, it nailed so many different things that I was not expecting. I was not expecting to see so many sides of emotions from different things. I, I, I did not expect it, and I appreciate it, and... I hope going forward we get more things like this that really touch on all these emotions. I always say so many movies we've seen that are about a subject, they always have to omit so much because they only have like two hours. Yeah. Um, A series is the best option all the time. And watching this, it's proof. Because you get to do so much. And cutting out stuff from this would be, you know, it would be a disservice. I I, I just, I I thought it was... Very good. Yeah. You know, if I had to maybe point out one more thing that maybe went too far, uh, in the end episodes, we um, have to see another killer do some stuff that connects to something that's going on. I don't think that was necessary to do. They could have just mentioned that was happening with that person. They could have, yes. They didn't need to show it. They, and that's, uh, it's Gacy. almost like, yeah, it's almost like if this is popular, we're doing another one. It also ended there with that. But it did. It felt like it shouldn't have happened in this show. I don't think we needed to see that. No. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, if he was being inspired, and you know, he he knew of all the the crimes that Gacy committed. He didn't know. No, it would have been. It wasn't about that. No, I'm just saying it would have been a different situation. I think, but he there's they, the two didn't connect. It did connect. He he saw him and he looked at him and said, "I don't. I'm not him." He said he says that he believes in God, but he refuses to tell the victims and all this stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. And he true. was mad. And he was like, I told everything I could the day I want to die. Like, you know, I'm not him. That's true. But will he be saved? So he's questioning it, too. Like, and that's what's fascinating. That's where it connects. And that's yeah, really interesting. I guess you're right about that. But I don't know if we needed to see a murder happen right. from that killer. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like all you have to say is this killer's name maybe reference how many 
victims that this piece of shit took off the planet. Yeah. And that, that'd be enough. Yeah, they didn't have to mention that. So that's why I'm giving it an eight. I think that it was it was very well done, but um, I don't think it was you know perfect. I don't really think it's anything. Very close to, very close. I'm nitpicking. I'm okay. um, honestly, I have little tiny nitpicks. All right. So this is a nine. I, I I loved it. This is a highlight for me of the year so far. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a highlight. I thought it was great. So I think an eight is pretty good. Yeah. And, and you know what? And, and if I can get serious and just say, if you're ever feeling depressed or whatever, anybody out there listening, just just reach out to somebody. Yeah. And tell people you're not alone. There's always somebody out there going through something, not the same thing, of course, but similar. Yeah. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Okay.